morning, it's Hills Radio, 88.9 FM, the voice of the Adelaide Hills. G'day everyone, happy weekend. Woohoo, it's Saturday morning here up in the Adelaide Hills and it's a beautiful day, isn't it, out there? Good morning. Yes, it is. Welcome to Adventure Before Dementia, your weekly dose of escapism or anything escapism, isn't it really? Four-wheel driving, camping, just... Uh, the things exp- you love apart from work. <laughs> exploring the outback or really anywhere away from home. Yep, around Australia we are mostly and or on your back doorstep. Yep, and following up from last week's show, which was following up from the week before... We are exploring the Coral Coast area of Western Australia, which encompasses the most westerly point of Australia, a fishing mecca, and probably you've seen it on Coxie's Big Break or whatever the adventure lifestyle show is going around at the moment, the Monkey Mire, where you get to sometimes swim with the dolphins. Or pat the dolphins. Yeah, they are wild animals, so it's never guaranteed that you will actually see them. No. But the rangers there have buckets of fish. So it's <laughs> you can always eat fish. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No chips, though. No, no. So, anyway, you're here with Mikey and Neats, and we're on Hills Radio, of course, 88.9 FM, until 9 o'clock this evening. But we'll get things going with a bit this of... This morning. This morning. This morning. This morning. Yep. This morning. Sorry. I'm still half asleep. No. And then, uh, yeah, we'll play a bit of uh, some great Aussie tunes, which we'll start off with a bit of Ganga Jang. That's a fantastic song. I love that. That's the sounds of now with This Is Australia. Lovely song. Awesome. And uh, just throw one in here. If you like good Australian music, why not tune in Monday morning, 6 till 9, for the breakfast menu with Sam on Monday mornings. Great Australian music. I always enjoy that show. But now you're listening to Adventure Before Dementia with Anita and Mike and we're talking about the Coral Coast. Of Western Australia. Amazingly stunning images and if you love the sun, sand and snorkelling with the coral fish, it's an amazing place to go and visit and spend some time in the water. Now just to fill you in on a little bit of history of the area... Dutch explorer Dirk Hartog first set foot on the area back way back in 1616. Wow, that's a long it time is ago. the earliest recorded landing site of European explorers, and he left a plate on what is now known as Dirk Hartog Island, nice. which is to the west of sort of the main tourist areas of Denham and. That's the yeah. westernmost point too, isn't it? It's the westernmost town, Denham. Denim is, yes. Yes, denim. That's not the things you're wearing <laughs> on your legs right now. That's another Denham. Denham. That's right. Yeah, great spot there. So this particular area is of appeal to both four-wheel drive enthusiasts and caravans. So to the west or the second island, if you like, uh, leads out to an area called Steep Point. Yes. And then you can catch the ferry across to Dirk Hartog Island. So that part of the peninsulas... Or the area is four-wheel drive only. Uh, They have... It's a great spot for deep-sea fishing. Believe it or not, they have fishing lines which they float off the cliffs using balloons to drop into the ocean... Wow. ..to catch these massive... um, ..massive fish. And then they've got to haul it up the cliff before a shark 
bites it off. So how high is the cliff? Oh, a couple hundred metres. Whoa, that would be a sight. <laughs> so, yeah, very popular for fishing enthusiasts, wow. obviously four-wheel drivers because you need that to get there. Or you can just drive your caravan to the areas of Denham. Because so. there's the place is called Shark Bay, which is mm. a lot of people talk about that mostly because that's where they all go to camp, get away from the masses, mm-hmm. don't they? But there's not an actual uh, point called that, but it is the area. It's called the Shark Bay Marine Park. Mm. Another place for four-wheel drive enthusiasts is right at the tip of the Perrin Peninsula, in the Francis Perron National Park. So that's all sand through there, so you do need four-wheel drive to get there. However, we stayed at a beautiful caravan park oh, in Denham. Yes. And uh, was that the place you had to drill into the ground? Yeah, So the, the ground was that hard, you couldn't put a tent peg in. You actually had to go to the office and borrow their drill. drill <laughs> a massive drill bit. <laughs> which uh, there was lots of breakages there, as you can imagine. That was also the day that we had this amazing storm come over and and everyone was freaking out, but we decided to go for a drive down to the actual Cape, didn't we? Hmm. And uh, Because the colour of the sky just set off the greens and the blues of the water and the the, uh, land and, of course, the red dirt. And over there there's these cliffs that you can get this amazing view if you go... I think it's to Herald Bluff or down to Cape Peron North. There's all these little walks you can go to and you can camp down there, but it's just camping only tents. Not You can't take caravans down there and things like that. Mm, but can't get them through the sand for no, starters. No, because it's all sand down there. But the views are amazing with the various colours of from reds to whites of the sand in the cliffs, which we will put some pictures up on our Facebook page, Adventure Before Dementia 88.9. And so you can see those beautiful colours yourself. So it was amazing. But we did go to Monkey Mire first and we thought, well, okay, let's see if these rumours are true about the big fishies coming up to you because we saw all the photos, all the videos... You're talking about fishes or dolphins? Dolphins, of course. And then we thought, let's go have a look. So we we were there at sunset. We didn't wait for the actual guys to come out. And, Rangers? Or to do a a, a, um, a paid visit. We were scabby. Yeah. <laughs> we just went out there because we thought, well, let's go have a look. And I did end up taking an amazing photo of the sunset with a few yachts in the background. Mm-hmm. And that, whenever I post that on Facebook or or on Instagram or Twitter, it gets such a great reaction because of the beautiful colours. They're subtle, subtle pastels, but it is beautiful colours there. But we will come back and we'll continue talking about Monkey Mire and Denim because there's still a lot, lot of things to talk about, isn't there? After these messages. Yes, of course. And you're listening to... 88.9 FM Hills Radio, voice of the Adelaide Hills. Hills Radio is now available on your smartphone or tablet. Download our app at hillsradio.com.au or find us on TuneIn. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate, I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road 
off-road campers, the 26 Bike Crescent Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The Dirt Off-Road Campers. Check out the dirt www.4wd.com.au. Hills Radio Sponsor. Ah, oh, good old skyhooks there. And living in the 70s, doesn't that take you back? Oh, way too far, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> A good tune, though. Oh, ripper, ripper I tune, it. and that's another good thing you need when you're out travelling and and uh, seeing destinations and driving some good tunes on your radio. Absolutely, things that you can sing along to. Tra- travelling music. If yes. it's for our, for our instance, I'm sure that's English to some people. <laughs> it's the eighties. Gotta love yep. the eighties. We had our eighties just going around and around and around, and yeah, you wouldn't want to be in the same car with us because. We were quite um, loud. <laughs> we are talking about the Coral Coast uh, this morning on 88.9 Hills Radio FM and the start for most people off the northwest coastal highway is a little spot called the Overlander Roadhouse. Yes. Now, if you're going to Steep Point, that's the four-wheel drive area, that is the last place for fuel and water. So you really do need to stock up there mm. because once you're on Shark Bay Road, uh, you pass the Hamlin Pool Telegraph Station turn-off and that's where you can go and see one of the great wonders of the world. Yes. The, I'm sure I'll get this right, Stromalatites. If you mumble or just say that quickly, I'm sure it's correct. Stromalatites. <laughs> So basically what these are are living microorganism and it just looks like clumps of rocks. So to some people it'll be, oh, gee, those clumps of rocks are pretty attractive, <laughs> aren't they? And to others it's, oh, oh my goodness, it's stromolotites, they're <laughs> microorganisms and whoopee. And it is a, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to go to. Good to have and a look. You can see that at? That is at the Hamlin Pool area or oh, the yes. Hamlin Pool Marine Nature Reserve. Just off the Shark Bay Road. Yep. A little bit further on, you take the turn to the west to Steep Point. Yep. So that's the most westernest point. But most people forge on on the bitumen on to Denham and beyond. And uh, one of the next points of interest is a place called Shell Beach. Oh, Shell Beach. A lot of people just drive straight past, not thinking much about it. But there's only a few of these beaches in the world, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And this is one of the best ones because the whole beach are these tiny little white shells, about yep. about the size of your fingernail. Isn't so it? no sand. No. Don't think that you walk on the sand to get down to the shells. You walk you walk on the shells to get down to the shells. Yes, and it's not just a, a like a small hundred meters. It's the whole beach, so it goes for kilometers, and then it's almost a kilometer out as well, isn't it? It was just ripples. You had to walk over these mm. ripples to get to the mm. water to actually, um, well, get to the water, but the, the shells were everywhere and you can pick them up and just we were chucking them around and it was like, it was just amazing, something you don't always see. And that's the other thing is that if you do go to do a bit of discovering and things like that, you've got to get some of these books because they... Uh, you find out things that you wouldn't normally know because it's not written in brochures. Things like... Shell Beach. They scare off the feral cats in the area by using recorded sounds of barking dogs. Where? (laughs) In this area. Really? Yep, that was in Hemas, Western Australia Caravan and Camper Trailer 50 Best Road Trips book. Yes. I would never have known that or cared, really. (laughs) 
But the Shell Beach, I would have cared. Yes. No, no, that's how we found out. Otherwise, we wouldn't have known. So oh. we um, we took the time to stop there. Most people drove past, but it was it was an amazing place. And again, we'll put some pictures up on our Facebook page if you want to have a look. So some, something that you've got to see when you're travelling around Australia on the bucket list is Shell yep. Beach. Yep. Now, the major tourist town of the area is Denham. That's in terms of for staying. In fact, there's probably a few caravan parks along the way. There's Denham and there's also the Monkey Mai Resort. Yep. Um, Denham's probably the centre there, the biggest area. Quite a beautiful, uh, beautiful beach area, nice grass, good caravan park and, you know, yeah. lovely spot to nice be. Area. Boat launching areas if you're into that sort of stuff. And then it leads into the National Park where you do need four-wheel drive. Yep. A couple of interesting places within the National Park is the Francis Perron or the Perron Homestead. Um, it's got a visitor centre with lots of displays of how they used to do it way back then. And that's not it. That's uh, farming and the like. Um, and it's also got a, a famous hot tub there oh. where the water comes from the artesian basin. That's right, we went into the hot tub. It was hot. It was already hot, but and it was hotter in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> but the water was just cascading out of the out of the ground, mm-hmm. going into the tub, so you had to go in and yeah. and try it out. So You've got Ooh. to try those things while you're there. You do. Even if they do bake you to a lobster state. And there's a lot of interesting facts and artifacts mm. to check out there too while you while the other half is inflating the tires. <laughs> <laughs> you can go and check out the uh, the ruins and, mm, the and there's you know display boards explaining explaining all the artifacts and other things if you're into that stuff or you can go out and look at the views yep. and there's also a lovely picnic area there with a sheltered barbecue area and lawn so a good spot to go yes where and are we going next oh why don't we play some music we can we can will we though where are we going to go next well, we can go to anywhere you like. Up to... Uh, Why don't we talk a little bit about the imagery that you were alluding to earlier, like uh, the cliffs, how it's that beautiful red soil yes. and the red sand. Yep, the dark yeah. red going down to the white sands. Mm. And if you peer off the cliffs there, there's plenty of walks, of course, being a national park to explore the lookout areas and you can peer down and see these animals called dugongs. Yes, that's right. Is there a song about that? uh, No. The dugong gong gong, the dugong gong? (laughs) You can also have a guided tour as well because we met up with a few people having a guide Mm -hmm. uh, telling them a bit more about the history of the area. But, yeah, you can do. Take, Take your pick of what you'd like to do. But we'll come back and talk a bit more about We'll probably go up to Carnarvon and Coral Bay, of course, which is famous for its fishing. But right now, we'll just have a few words from our sponsors. Good morning. It's Hills Radio 88.9 FM, the voice of the Adelaide Hills. The terrific Little River Band, LRB, with Cool Change. And, of course, before that, we had Aussie Crawl with Reckless. And who's up for a Cool Change? Who wants to go on holiday? Mm, I would go for a warm change. The weather at the moment is absolutely spectacular, but it's getting a bit darn cold, isn't it? It is. I think we've been slapped in the face with winter. That's it. Some very cool temperatures. And we are, of course, moving into the major touring season of the year. This is the time when not only the grey nomads, but the smart people who've been saving up their annual leave 
for oh. a for an escape. To and head they, north. That's right. They follow the sun, so they go to Cape York, they go to the Kimberley, they go to pretty much anywhere apart from down south. <laughs> Because it's too cold. Because it's too damn cold. And it is. They are the smart people. We've yep. actually uh, had a few uh, a few trailers coming into the shop this week for their major service before they head off into the sunset. Um, it's important if you have a camper trailer to keep it service so you're not uh, stuck by the side of the track with a, a you know a collapsed bearing or something like that. You know just like your car needs a service, your trailer does too. Yeah, it's so, not uh, just a box with two wheels. There's a lot more than that, isn't there? That's it. So we've <laughs> had a few Piney Mitchells in this week um, and uh, Rhino Max Discovery we had, which are gearing up for some awesome adventures. So you're listening to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM, Hills Radio, and we're on until 9 o'clock and we're talking about the West Australian coastline called... The Coral Coast. So just imagine turquoise water, lobsters and wildflowers. That's mostly what you see there, isn't it? Beautiful fish. Oh, the Western Rock Lobster. Mmm. Mm. Oh, and, the yeah, the water. The water on WA is like something you've never seen before. Anywhere from along Esperance right up, isn't it? It's mm. all, it's a sparkling turquoise colour. It's not just a... A pale blue, but it's a it's an amazing. It's it's turquoise so colour. engaging. You just can't help but be transfixed by it all. You're mesmerised by mm, it all. Yeah, white sands, beautiful water. And we're heading up now. We're going leaving Monkey Mire and heading up the coast to a place called Carnivan. Carnivan. Now, is that where you get all the fruit and veggie? Yes. Yeah, market gardens. I think the year that we were up there, they'd had quite a bit of rainfall and it flooded all out so there was quite oh, a shortage right. of good gear especially the bananas mm. bananas were down where they thought bananas would have a problem this year but their bananas are okay it's everything else yep. <laughs> oh so up there there's also a little lake called lake mcleod which we didn't actually get time to go into and have a look but you can go out to the red bluff and up along the Ningaloo Marine Reef. And there's actually a few camp spots there that you can go to as well, but it's not sealed. It's a gravel road. But you can head out to a place called Point Quabba. Quabba. And that's where the sealed roads end. And then if we keep heading up the highway there, we actually get to a lovely little place called Coral Bay. Coral Bay. Now... Tell me about this one. Is this is this like the southern? This is the southern end of um, Cape Range National Park, isn't it? It's where we actually head over the Tropic of Capricorn and get into the stinking hot weather. Mm-hmm. And Coral Bay is quite quite uh, a packed little place, isn't mm. it? It's like a, a backpacker. <laughs> Sort of where people hover, not just backpackers, of course, grey nomads. There's two large caravan parks right on the water um, and you you are literally packed in these places like sardines. Yeah, because it's very popular. It's only a tiny little place. It's only a two-horse town, isn't it? Mm. And it's uh, you have to drive off the main road there, which is the main road that heads right up to Exmouth, 
but you've got to you got to pull in and have a look because there's people going fishing there. There's a little spot out on the beach where they can prepare their fish, a couple of little stands, yep. and at night that's where everybody gathers gathers and watches what everyone's caught that day. Hoping to scab some free fish, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and that fish can be anything from... This is where you show your ignorance of fishing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really There's small good. fish, there is some large fish. That's it. Big fish, little fish and in-between fish. That's it. Oh, I'm not very good with fishing. We, we need someone from the fishing show to come and talk to us about that. But the other good thing is is that there's a fantastic beach that you can go out and swim along and the little coral fish come up and um, swim with you. Hmm. So you can head out to the Ningaloo Reef, of course, which goes all the way up that coastline. Up to Exmouth. And it's, it drops off suddenly and you can uh, just swim or snorkel. You can also hire... There was a, a canoe that had a glass bottom yep. that you could hire as well or walk along the sands, meet up with other people around there. It was a yeah, great spot. Packed, but good. Well, on, on the negatives, though, there, <laughs> there is a hotel up up the far end, Caravan Park, who blast the music out, you know, the external speakers out onto the campground, so you're getting the music whether you that's like it or right, not. That's right, And being yes. a pub, it tends to, you know, people... Oh, get rowdy. Rowdy people seem to that's gather right. around there. So. That's the place not to camp. You've no. got to camp at the place beforehand. Yep. But we did meet up with some fellow tourists that were going around in the same similar van to ours and we all shared a big pot of blue swimmer crabs. That's mm, it. Nom, 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 nom. That's the best stuff. Sounded like nom noms then. <laughs> anyway, we're going to carry on with something a bit different after these sponsorship announcements. To Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio and that was a bit of John Butler, of course, with Zebra which you don't see any of in Australia. <laughs> Unless, anyway, we are talking about the Coral Coast area of Western Australia this morning and just a quick check of the outback roads on the Department of Planning, Transport and Infrastructure website. So that's dpti.sa.gov.au, outback roads. And it's all pretty much all clear at the moment. Um, everything's open with warnings apart from the Backbirdsville track so it's all looking good there now if you're looking for something to do this coming weekend so not this weekend the weekend after weekend of Mother's Day of course oh, Mother's Day yeah if you don't want to have Mother's Day go do something else and if you want to escape town there is Molly's Bash which is on at the Old and Dado station now this is on the western fringe of the Simpson Desert and it is the major fundraiser for the station each year. Who is Molly, Mike? Molly Clark was one of the original pastoral holdings for that area. She lived in this station. There was no electricity, no water, no nothing. And they had to make do with very little. And her and her husband, Mac Clark, which is, um, yeah, they lived out on this remote station. And it's an important stop for people who want to experience the, the desert but don't really want to go, right go into the desert. Yes. So you can really just uh, trek around the... Yeah, it is on the western side of the Simpson Desert. The great thing about this track on beyond Andado Station is that it you're not driving over the sand dunes, you're running parallel to them, so it's much 
easier yes. going. And that's an amazing view going out that way too because the sands are quite orange, aren't yep. they? So it's about 100 kilometres on from Mount Dare Station, which is, of course, um, a, again, a pub on the western side of the Simpson Desert. Um, like the start of the Simpson Desert, yeah. really, isn't it? Yep. It's, a, it's a good camping area. They've got a camping ground there. They've got some quite modern showers considering where it is. And they've restored the inside. Molly, Molly Clark passed away a few years ago, but they always have this bash every year to raise funds because there's a campground there, there's quite modern showers there, they've got a donkey boiler to heat the water for your shower, and they've restored the inside of the house to mm. be like a museum. Yep, amazing. I still remember when we stopped there for lunch and um, you couldn't get your sandwich in your mouth because there were so many flies. Flies were very friendly there. So you had to have your fly net over your face, eat in the car and put the sandwich up under the fly net. Fun. Anyway, <laughs> Molly's Bash is on next Saturday. It's $55 adults. I think it's $15 for children. They've got a live band, music playing. There'll be a cash bar there and uh, it should be a good turn yeah, if you can make spot. it. And if you'd like to know more, you can... Do what Seal does and uh, go to Google's <laughs> <laughs> and check it out. So it's Old Andado Station, or just check out next week's Weekender Herald uh, Weekend Escapes column that we write every fortnight, and it's about the Old Andado track. That's right. Yes, excellent. All right, we've got a bit of a product review now, just to finish off the show, and this is well. Who likes a good coffee when you're on the road? Me, me, me. And who hates it when you go to get a coffee and it tastes like dirty dishwash, dishwater? Not me, not me, not me. <laughs> oh, I can't stand it when you you spend like five bucks or something to get a nice coffee because you're hanging out for a good coffee and it's just... Made by some 15-year-old kid <laughs> who has no appreciation for caffeine. In a roadhouse and it's... Yeah, not good. Not good at all. So either you're 53 beans or it's a one that's been used millions of times that's had the water go through. Have we got the ideal coffee maker for you? We've got a deal for you. It is the Bellman Stovetop Espresso Pot. Now, remember the coffee of old where you used to have a percolator and it would just boil the... Boil the bejesus out of the poor little coffee bean, <laughs> resulting in a very bitter coffee. Yes. Well, these pots, it's a stainless steel pot and it's a fully sealed, so you're not boiling the water, but it's still getting hot and hot enough to create the pressure. The pressure creates the crema, which is that creamy stuff on the top of your mm. coffee when you get a good one. And, and makes it a bit sweet. And it yields these beautiful, strong espresso shots, so concentrated shots of coffee and then you can either... Froth milk, it's got a froth wander on the end of it, again powered by, um, you know, steam to froth the milk so you can make cappuccinos and lattes or you can just get your cup of Milo or cocoa, yes. shove that up under the steam wand and warm it up that oh, way. Oh, yum, hot chocolate on a freezing cold day. That's awesome stuff, isn't it? Yep, so that's the Bellman Stovetop Espresso. And i got to say, we did write a column a few years back and we did a big mega test on all the different coffee makers that were out there at the time. These were going by hand press machines, uh, your instant coffee, coffee bags. What Some quite extravagant yes. coffee machines or 
coffee tops worth about $500. Yep, and this was the best one by far, mm-hmm. the Bellman Cappuccino machine. And there just happens to be a competition. That's right. Just head out to the dirt off-road campers. Uh, 26 Light Crescent, there is a giveaway this month for a Bellman stovetop espresso maker. Just punch your details into the iPad at the front counter there. And why not check out some of the great gear there as well? It's also a thing that you can't actually get everywhere. It's it's pretty hard to pick up a one mm. of these coffee machines. You've got to make, you've got to order one, or you can come to the shop up here, which is great. So, well, that's about it for us this morning on Adventure Before Dementia. Thanks for your company. Catch you next week, eight till nine, on Hills Radio eighty-eight point nine FM. What are we going to go out with, Nate? Not much, really, just (laughs) to go out and say, have a great weekend and we'll catch you next week. Stay tuned for the Bricks and Mortar show coming up straight after this.